This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. I hope you are having a great day today. If you've been listening to our shows last month in August, we had Wendy Hernandez on twice last month. And she was talking about representing yourself and family court. If you missed those shows, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org. And those shows had, we got an overwhelming response. Everything from emails to phone calls about people going through uh, the court issue, having court issues, I'm sorry, child support issues, divorce, separation, haven't seen a child or children in weeks, months, or almost years. Um, So I could not go further without having this next guest, Eric Leggett from North Carolina, and he is the founder of Fathers with Voices. And Fathers with Voices, their mission is to increase the involvement of separated, divorced, and non-custodial fathers in the lives of their children. The goal is to provide the appropriate resources, information, guidance, and support in order to further empower fathers on their paternal rights because we've got a ton of phone calls from fathers that were saying, this is what I'm going through. Eric, welcome to the Father Matters Show, my man. Thank you, my brother. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. Sure. I mean, and I appreciate Eric, you and I was talking last week, and we, we was mm-hmm. getting deep. And, you know, what, what fathers are going through dealing with these court systems and dealing with the family law courts. But before we get deep into that, sh- share a little bit more about Fathers with Voices, because this was birthed out of your pain, out of your situation. It was. It was. Um th- the very beginning of Father's Voices, I just want to really clarify, um, the concept actually came from two childhood friends of mine that that were engaged. And the female half of that union came to me and said, you know, um, they were experiencing problems with his ex-mate over his son. And he went to court several times, and there was no formal progress whatever, and then he made the decision to walk away from his son until he was a little bit older, and he would explain to him why he did what he did. And me knowing this guy as a child through, you know, young adulthood, he was one of those type of guys that was always smiling, always happy all the time, and I just couldn't understand why somebody would not want that type of personality around their child. And at that time, my daughter was um, two years old. And the mother and I, who were engaged to be married, the relationship ended horribly. And I ended up becoming Fathers with Voices' very first client two months after I started putting Fathers with Voices together. And it was during that seven-month court period where I learned how men are viewed, how men are treated. That was the bad part. But the good part was there were things that I did within the court system that made them look at me in a more favorable light, so much so that when my court case ended, the judge presiding over my court, my court case made, made sure to tell my lawyer to tell me, if he has any problems, tell him to contact me directly. 
because mm-hmm. he said he was so impressed how I carried myself. And from that point on, over the past 20 years, those lessons I have shared with thousands of fathers. And because I've shared those lessons with those men, those men have been able to go on and obtain their, their visitation rights, be awarded joint custody, as well as joint legal custody, custody of their children all over the country. So I'm very proud of the work that Fathers with Voices have done for many men um, over the past 20 years. There were some things you said you'd done in court. Unpack that a little bit, Eric. Like what? What did you do that impressed the judge so much? Well, appearance. And I write about this in my book, Courtroom Behavior and Dress. I, I, I appeared at every court, court case. If I didn't have on a suit, I had on a pair of dress pants, a shirt, and a tie. Yes. I was always there on time. I did not lose my composure. One of the greatest, one of the most uh, uh, significant and popular tactics that's used against fathers is false allegations. Even in the, what I noticed when I was sitting in court was when all those allegations was being spewed about me, the judge wasn't looking at the mother. He was looking at me. And what I realized and what I, what I gathered from that is he was looking to see how I was going to respond. I never responded, okay? So I talk about dad, talk talk to dads about composure. You know, I talk about them appearing in court dressed appropriately and not coming to court, you know, you come into court dressed like a responsible man. And and the judge saw all of those things and, and said, you know what, he even apologized and said, I'm sorry that you had to go through this, but if you have any problems, and that's what that's what really stuck with me because prior to me going to court, I heard all I heard all the stories. Men don't have any rights, and and mothers have all the rights. I'm saying to myself, then if that's the case, why did the attorney, not only the attorney but the judge, want to advocate on my behalf mm-hmm. if that was the case? Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to tell men all the time. Court system is like anything in life; it's a process to it. And when you don't know the process to something, you're either going to get taken advantage of or you're not going to succeed. Mm. It's, it's just very simple. I try to break things down to a basic level when I'm talking to fathers because I want them to understand, don't take it personal. I like to make a little joke. You got you to gotta be like Jermaine Jackson's only hit in his musical life. You can't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> I hear you. So. Yeah, and, and I like that. I want, I want to back up on something because you said and I'm looking at your website right now under um, the fathers with voices facts. The most mm-hmm. common tactic used against fathers involved in visitation and custody cases is false allegations of abuse. And brother, we get those emails, we get those calls all the time. And I'm and I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna share my own thing, man. My, um, mm-hmm. I was going through a, a, a terrible uh, custody type situation man with with my ex-wife involving my two young kids and Mm -hmm. we were getting ready to go to trial in may okay Mm -hmm. in march all of a sudden uh i got a phone call from a detective asking me questions about uh uh, my son being sexually abused and in my Mm -hmm. body in my spirit in my heart uh, Eric, I just I, 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 I jumped to the ceiling with hurt, with anger. Mm-hmm. And and what in the world is this woman doing now? 
you yeah. you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And no, it, I understand it took exactly everything in me, man, to to like just not to yell at this 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 uh detective asking me this stuff because the games, the process. Mm-hmm. And and I'm loving that we're having this conversation, man, because this is mm-hmm. real stuff. And mm-hmm. and and one thing I learned and I found out is that hurt people, Eric, hurt people. Hurt people. Let me tell you something. Let me, if I if I may interrupt. Please do. There is actually there is actually a book called Hurt People, Hurt People. Yes. I'm in graduate school right now. Okay. And that's one of the best books I've ever read. And I read a lot. I've read a lot of books. But I would have to say that that would be in my top five because if if, if people could read that book, you would understand why people do what they do. And then on the other side, to get back to what you were saying about the false allegations, what bothers me about the false allegations is words that could be put on paper, no form of evidence, no proof, and it, it will affect a man's visitation time, and it, and it has everything. A, all, it, and it can affect everything else around that man's life. And but there's no proof or evidence. When that happened, Eric, I had to... I had to I had to go to the hospital where she she had my son examined all this stuff, man. And when I went there to say I want the documentation about mm-hmm. what happened, you know what they said? They said my name is not even on the paperwork now in our previous joint legal decision making case. We are to split doctor bills, you know, all those type of things. She didn't even she didn't send me one bill for that. Go mm-hmm. figure. And so mm-hmm. I had to come back with the birth certificate. I had to come back with all the stuff, my ID. And with my, we, was, we had to play cat and mouse with all these games. And let me tell you something, brother. That took thousands of dollars, Eric. Just this, bro. I know it did. It, I took, know it, did. it took three to four weeks because they claimed they talked to all these different people. And, and we were subpoenaing. You know, we had to do subpoenas to all these different places who they claimed that they spoke to. Man, let me tell you something. The doctors closed that case that day. The police department cl- closed those cases within like two or three days. I mean, it took me weeks to find all this out. One thing mm-hmm. about now compared to the 80s, because in the 80s when people used to say stuff like that, somebody would go to jail. You're innocent. Until, somebody would go to jail. You're, you're, yeah. you're guilty mm-hmm. until proven innocent. Now, yeah. the invest- they, they know that people are using these things, these, these tactics for divorce mm-hmm. or custody. And, and I think it is ridiculous. I really do it think it is ridiculous. It is. it is. And I went through a five-year period okay. where all I got was calls from men that were falsely accused. And because I went through it, and I, and I figured that I went through it successfully, yeah. I was able to tell other men, you know, advise them on what not to do. You don't lose your composure yes. while you're in court. Um, you get as many character letters as you possibly can. You hire an attorney that's going to make those people bring forth those the, the evidence. Absolutely. And a lot of times they don't have the evidence. But you have to have the type of attorney that is not just interested in taking your money, that's but right. it, it's interested in actually doing the job. And I had the type of attorney at that time that put the pressure on the mother to say, okay, well, where's the proof at? And when they realized that there was no proof, and she, her, her thing was, she wanted, she wanted me to agree to one year of supervised visitation. Sure, sure. And, and Brother, your story happened. is my story, and my story is your story, and and our story is thousands of men who's listening to this show right now. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing, you know, it, it's not that she just wanted that, but it's like, okay, 
I was heavily involved in my daughter's life the first two years. Mm-hmm. No incidents ever happened, whatever have you. And she was so, excuse my language, hell-bent on making that happen mm-hmm. that the judge said, you know what, you're dragging this out. If you don't come to an agreement, Mr. Leggett has sole custody of his daughter. And that was the only reason why she dropped it. That was the only reason why she dropped it. Man, I I, I tell you, and, and, and we, we got a commercial coming up. We're going to get into this when it's over. But it you said, you know, mine was a three-year stretch as well. And I'm going to tell you, at, at, at the end, basically, my, my two babies are with me full-time as of right now in September. So don't give up. Keep going. But we, we, we're going to get right back to this, Eric. You're listening to The Father Matters Show with Van Sims. And today's guest is Eric Leggett from North Carolina, founder of the organization Fathers with Voices. We'll hear more from Eric after this. Are you in need of family law legal services? Contact fathermatters.org. Our purpose is to provide free legal assistance services to fathers and their families. Remember, you have the right to see your children, and no parent can take that right away from you. Being responsible financially for your children is required by law, but even parents without financial means have the right to see their children. Don't let a legal matter stop you from being an excellent and involved parent. For more information about free family law legal services, log on to fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. My special guest today is Eric Leggett, founder of Fathers with Voices. We are getting really, 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 really deep. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the donate to Father Matters icon. Eric, we was talking a little bit about the most common taxes used against fathers involved in visitation and custody cases as false allegations of abuse. Another complaint that you, you know, you said that you get from fathers pertains to legal representations from private attorneys. Unpack that a little bit, Eric. Okay. You know, with, with, with my program, Fathers with Voices, I, I, I saw that I, I, I would go through trends. I would go through seasons with, with different topics. And this one is still going on where men have contacted my program from over 35 states across this country and internationally <laughs> about this particular problem. And what it is is you have these men who spend thousands of dollars on attorneys. They're paying five-star hotel prices, but they're getting Motel 6 results. Mm-hmm. These men were complaining that, you know, Mr. Leggett, um, I can't reach my attorney. They won't, they won't return my phone calls. Um, they don't advocate for me. And then I said, well, I started to probe and ask them, well, how do you select your attorneys? Well, I go online and I look at, you know, family law, and I just pick out an attorney. 
No. So as part of my program, I teach men how to select attorney based on research. And because what I realized with, with attorneys, because they charge so much money, you can't just blindly look at family law and say, well, I'm going to call him. You know, he, he, he practices law. And, and just, no, you can't do that. Right. You have to look, you have to get some background behind him. You know, what is his expertise? If you're in child support, but his expertise is custody, how well is he going to do in a child support case? Right. It's like with, with Mike Tyson. A lot of people didn't know this. When Mike Tyson was accused of rape, he had an accountant mm. who he was a tax, I think he was a tax lawyer or something like that, representing him in a rape case. Wow. So, you, you know, I, I give out, I teach fathers how to research attorneys. I teach them, I teach my fathers to interview their the attorneys rather than their attorneys interviewing you. In other words, what are your credentials? What have you done? Mm-hmm. How are you going to represent me? How, are you, how do you bill? All of these things I taught my father. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Even, with attorney, even when my men had to hire an attorney, they were satisfied with them. After I, after I taught them how to research attorneys, mm-hmm. they were satisfied with whoever they hired. And when you say so, research, what do you mean by research, Eric? What are the steps? In other words, I give you a, a little hint, a little uh, information. There is a great website called lawyers.com. What's great about this this website is when you get to the, the, the opening page, it's going to ask you the type of case, the city and state that you live in. Mm-hmm. Let's say you type in custody it's going to take you to as many custody lawyers in that particular area Mm. but what's wonderful about the website is they have client client rating yes and peer rating what i tell my men is you don't you don't (laughs) i I, i'm sorry excuse me i'll see you later (laughs) um um where was i the client client and peer I tell my men, you don't pay attention to the peer rating. You pay attention to the client rating. Mm-hmm. The client is the one that is saying, okay, I like this man's services, so I'm going to give him a rating of 5.0. That's the highest. Right. Okay? I tell my men, you do not. You do not select an attorney whose rating is, is lower than 3.0. Mm. Okay? So that's, that's a part of the research. Then you can actually call the Bar Association and say, look, can you give me some information about this attorney? You can find out information such as when I started doing research, I would call Bar Association and give a lawyer's uh, name. Yes. Do you know that there are lawyers out there that did not pass the bar, but they're practicing law? And there are lawyers out there who lost their their license and still practicing law while they're going through their own court cases. There you go. So you have to think, if you're paying somebody, this is what I tell men, if you're paying somebody as much as eight or $900 a court visit, why would you blindly just 
hire somebody. Right. No, you want to learn information about them. They have something else called the character and fitness. Okay, character and fitness. Um, you can Google that. They'll give you information, background information on the attorney, whether or not the attorney is in good standing. There are some attorneys that's practicing that's not in good standing. Right. So this is excellent information that men need to know. But the most important thing is being on the offensive. In other words, you're sitting there, you're asking them questions. How do you build? What is your turnaround time in terms of returning telephone calls? Uh, how much uh, experience do you have uh, practicing uh, law in, in regards to custody or child support or visitation? Do you send out itemized bills? How many people is going to be working with you? You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so you, you, you know, these are the, the types of things that I, I often tell men that they need to know. So that, that has been a tremendous a tremendous problem for men all across the country. And I have to say, 75% of this is on men because men, what I love about Fathers with Voices is the men who took it upon themselves to say, hmm, I'm going to take an active role in my own case. Okay? From 1996 to about 2005, those were the type of fathers that would contact my program. They wanted to take an active role in their case. But from 2005 until now, you have men that look at lawyers as the first line of defense. And that's why you have so many men dissatisfied with their attorneys. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And you if say, you why is that the first line of defense? Why do you say that? Well, I say that because men oftentimes say, well, you know, if I'm going to court, I'm going to need an attorney. Why not try to find out some information about the type of case you're involved in first? Why not take some time to just try to learn a little bit more about the type of case that you're involved in? You see, the, the, the problem that a lot of men face right now, it's not, it's not the court system. It's not even their children's mother. And I'm, tell, I'm talking to you from a service provider perspective. The number one problem for men right now are attorneys. Why is that? That's the, because of the same issues that we're talking about right now. Yeah. These men, these attorneys, and, and listen, I want to throw a disclaimer out. All family law attorneys are not bad. Right. They're, they're not bad. But when you hear people complaining about a situation, from over 35 states across this country yeah. and three countries outside of the United States, you have to officially diagnose that as a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what that is. And so it, when men contact... Mm, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. So, so when men contact my program, those, that's one of the things that I teach. I teach them how to select an attorney based on research. Because I get a lot of calls and emails, Eric, guys bashing the child support system. And like mm-hmm. you said, behind that is the family law attorneys themselves, correct? Repeat that part again. We we get a lot of guys who are bashing the, the child support system, but mm-hmm. you're, you're sharing that a lot of that is the attorney that these guys hire. Mm-hmm. Or is that two separate entities, what's going on with the child support it's, system? It's, it's, it's two, it's two situ- it's, that's two separate things. Okay. Now, as far as child support, 
I mean, <laughs> you know, we can go on and on and on about child support for weeks. And I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. The problem with child support is it seems like all the attorneys, all the judges, the hearing examiners across the country, they don't seem to follow one set rule. It's like, it, it seems like they all follow something independently. Mm. It's like a situation that me and my daughter just went through. I was helping my oldest daughter move into her own apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And we went to U-Haul to get a truck. Now, what U-Haul has done, and, and people need to know this, they have a lot of independent contractors. So what that means is if you can call one U-Haul truck company and they'll give you one price. You could call another one for that same truck, mm-hmm. a 10-foot truck. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you another price. Let me do this, Eric. And- Let me do this. I want you to come back next week, brother. We're down to my last 30 seconds. And what I want is for you to give out information. How can men get in t- contact with you right now? Okay, fatherswithvoices.info is the website. Yes. Fatherswithvoices at gmail.com is my email. 336-847-7879 is my, is my uh, number. And the name of my book is I Won in Family Court. So can you. And that's available right now on Amazon.com. Brother, we're going to come back next week and finish this. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, on the Father Matters show, send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. We're going to see you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.